0: If you're receiving this transmission, this is Black Spire Broadcast. (laughs)
1: All right, everybody. We are live. Welcome to Black Spire Broadcast. I'm your host, David. Today we have a fun one. We have a our first one with two people. Two people. I know it's crazy. We can barely manage one, but we're going to do this thing with two. Um, I don't really know how to introduce them because they do too many things for a few simple words to describe, so I'll let them do most of the describing, but we have... Mr. Gordon Tarpley, he is a special effects actor, a professional artist, maker, performer, overall just funny guy. Glad to have him. Um, And we also have Mr. Michael McMaster, and this one's even more challenging. He... Uh, he just kind of makes the droids and stuff that we may have seen once or twice in our lives on big old screens and things of that nature. But no, he, he is the owner of McMaster Robots. And his, some of his work has been seen in things you may have heard of from companies like Lucasfilm, Disney, EA Games, and Nissan. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome in these two kind gentlemen.
2: Right, yes. before, right before I popped on here, I was like showering trying to get all my clothes on. I don't even know if I have pants on right now. So That's It probably depends. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: there's nothing wrong with it. That's okay. <laughs> I fun, guys. Oh, I, I know we've been trying to, to pull this one off for a while, um, at least between Michael and I. And I'm glad that he introduced me to Gordon, but I'm um, seriously welcome. Thank you guys so much.
2: No me? worries. I'm excited to be here.
1: Yeah, no, it's not often that um, we, we here at Black Spire can, can get a little sneak peek into the into the magic of some of our, our favorite films, um, and, and uh, specifically Star Wars, obviously. I mean, I'm sure you can see I like a thing or two about Star Wars, as you may just <laughs> back there, too, as well. So, um, I mean, yeah, how did this – first off, how do you guys know each other? The Prison.
2: magic of the internet. Ah, the internet. Ah, yes. Right, the internet. Yes.
1: I like
2: it. So, I, I used to live in Florida, like you did. So yes. for for a long time. So I moved out here in 2014. But McMaster and I sort of I found I found McMaster on the Yahoo, like the R two Builder Group. Like I just knew who he was, and then we and three po builders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was on the C three po Builder Group, so we yeah. kind of knew of each other. And we met in person at um, Star Wars Celebration 2012 in Orlando, but it was real brief. It was like, "Hey, oh, you're you, you're you," and then it's like, I, "Hey, you, hey, you, your yeah. hands, hugged, and yeah, yep." And that was it. And then, uh, about and then a I woke year- up in a van. And yeah, then we just gone. It was pants run button. It was like, <laughs> yeah. it was really weird. What happened? Oh, this- I-, so I have two kidneys, so it's okay. Well, but- not anymore. But <laughs> the- yeah. <laughs> um, then uh, a, a, a fellow named Sam Macaroni, who was a director that's his that's his real name, um, basically wanted me to come out to California to be C three PO for this thing. And it turned out that McMaster was bringing R two and Wally. This was in 2013, oh. and I still lived in Florida at the time, so it came out, and that's where we like officially met. And it was like we got along immediately, instantly. So.
1: Yeah. A decade ago, huh? That's crazy.
2: Yeah, a decade. It, it, was, it, it was in
0: five minutes. It felt like we had known each other 20 oh. years. Yeah, yeah we, we had, had shorthand and everything. It was <laughs> like, can you do this? Yeah, I can. Can you maybe? Yeah, okay. Great. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, meant yeah, to yeah. be. There are it photos from that be. day that I, they
2: look just like any other photo that we've taken ever since. Just like us, like wrestling and stuff and McMaster yanking my arm off and just, you know, yeah. oh, and us funny. digging in rocks and, you know, waving our Brain arms around in the air. And- yeah, <laughs> find a rattlesnake. Uh, so, yeah. That's
1: awesome. Really that is so awesome. And so what kind of work have you guys done together over, over the years? Mm. Broad droid, question. Lots droid of work.
0: Droid, yes, droid I work. like
1: it. Droid it's, work. It's,
0: it's just been... Yeah, as each of us have gotten jobs, you know, it's always like, hey, you know, you want to do this thing? And it's like, yeah, let's do this thing.
2: Mostly McMaster doing that for me, like, hey, come help me. And I'm like, okay.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. And then then we get nothing done. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we get (laughs) get a lot done, but we laugh at bunch the whole time. Yeah. And, oh, and, and when he falls asleep, I get my kidney back. And, yeah. And we just you got one of mine now. I put a zipper in.
1: <laughs> I like it. It's temporary. It's temporary. Oh, temporary. That's so funny. And so, Michael, Michael, my, my question for you is what um, what led you to, to start uh, McMaster Robots?
0: Um, it, it is a weird path. Um, none of it was intentional. Uh, as a little kid, I love robots. Grew up making, you know cardboard b9s and things like that from lost in space and, and you know making um r2d2s out of plywood and putting them on roller skates pulling them around the yard so i, I was into Love stuff it. like that um the end of 2001 i joined the r2 builders group so i could build an r2d2 for my kids i said it was for my kids it was actually you know. for you but uh, <laughs> but yeah then from there i i wound up Becoming kind of working my up through the the uh, fan group the R2 Builders Club and became the interface briefly With uh, Mary Franklin who at the time was head of events at Lucasfilm coordinating the R2 Builders with uh, various events including Star Wars Celebration and uh, From there I got pulled in uh, Basically maintaining one of their droids that was not screen used, but it was used for marketing purposes and um, so I was maintaining that and then I was bringing my own droid and doing various promotional things for some of their uh, their um, licensees. And then it, it spiraled from there. Um, I got asked to build Chopper from Star Wars Rebels. Uh, Dave That's Filoni awesome. wanted, wanted that. And so built Chopper. And then Disney needed somebody to build droids for the theme parks. And Lucasfilm said, well, this is our guy. And then I got pulled into that. And it just continued from there.
1: So, so, you did you build all of the droids at, at, at both parks, or no?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the only droids so, I've ever built for the busy. theme parks. Yeah, I built all the droids. <laughs> all of them. Um, no, for the theme parks, I can't say specifically which models, but I built them for stage shows. So, droids that appeared on stage for various events. and uh, Like the,
1: the, what is it, the, the Academy, the Jedi Academy, things like, things of that nature?
0: Yeah, that you know, different different stage shows, and uh, so you know you can kind of work out maybe over time what figure it out might be. <laughs> but, uh, but then I wound up building for all the parks. I was building for Orlando, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Japan, cruise wow. line, all those things. And um, and it was in the middle of all that that I met Gordon. I i taken a chopper chopper. It was one of the Star Wars weekends, I think, in Orlando, where you and I got to finally sit down at the end of the day and talk and. We just, you
2: know. Yeah.
0: And that was everything. That was after, we, after our
2: Florida trip. So that, or after I came out for um, the thing for Sam. But right. I still lived in Florida. So he's like, I'm going to be there. And I'm like, I'm driving over because I lived in Tampa. So oh, I, just, not far. I just jetted over and we just hung out till late and then I drove home. So it was, uh, you know, you go like I, 80 and it's like a 40 minute I, drive or something. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. No and, good. and even <laughs> then,
0: he and I were talking like, man. If Gordon's like, if I ever move to California, man, we're gonna get together. And we're gonna have all these adventures. And then he moved to California. He <laughs> like and prophetic. It, he knew he knew what was gonna happen. It was inevitable.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened the way it was meant to happen. Right? That is so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so Gordon, how? What what exactly is your background? Obviously, I gave you the cliff. Everybody gave the cliff notes introduction, but but it is more complicated <laughs> than that. You can't just sum a person up in four little titles. So, so what is? Yeah. That? So
2: I came from like a my, my whole family does is like creative kind of people. They do artwork, and my parents are photographers. My my dad worked for um, he worked for a company called Pratt Whitney. that did like aircraft build aircraft mm-hmm. engines but he worked in their media department so he would make um like scale models and stuff whenever they needed to film things that weren't real he would have to do special effects so i kind of had a little bit of knowledge of that just from the stuff that he collected but in florida it's really different than it is in california as far as what um what people have access to you know uh, out here you can go to any shop and learn stuff but i came from the art background. Um, i have gone through all kinds of weird art career kind of stuff. And I played in bands and then I started making costumes back in probably like 2010. And then uh, I just sort of, you know, went from uh, just a hobby to being something that I do now. Well, you know, that's all I do is I make stuff and then I'm getting these, like what you're showing here. <laughs> I get to be weird creatures and wear suits and stuff, um, which is, Really fun, but it, it's funny because on my Instagram, I don't show as much as what I make anymore because I get I've been doing more of this kind of stuff,
1: <laughs> sure, sure. And, no. uh, it, <laughs> and so, was built. this the Super Bowl one? This was, yeah, the Super yeah, yeah. Bowl, right? Yeah, I saw I remember did, seeing this, and
2: they made five commercials out of that. So, I got um, it was a, that was a, a really crazy day. The with something like this, some of these times a lot of times there's stuff where I get on the set. I don't even know who I'm going to be working with that day. And then it ends up being like, like this. Like well, I didn't know it was, I was going to be with Will Ferrell till the day of the shoot. And then, um, oh, wow. and there were 22 zombies and they ended up using me for like the main one, which was crazy. So, and to have Will Ferrell delivering Will Ferrell lines right to my face is, uh, very surreal.
1: <laughs> right. I bet. So you did have a bit of that, like, um, that shocking off factor that, that a lot of people I talk to say that they, they lose that that's gone a long time ago and it's no big deal. But for people like me, it's like, that would be amazing. You know,
2: It, is, you know, what it is, is I don't get starstruck real easily, but I definitely, and, and I'm professional throughout the day. It's a job and I do, I want to make sure I do it right. And I do everything, you know, but inside I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I, it's hard to my brain doesn't process it for a few days like it's usually a few days later that I'm like oh my gosh what was going on that this is you know and mcmaster has been through the same thing he's been on set with like a ton of celebrities and hung out with people and you just do the job while you're there and then after the fact you're like oh my gosh like i was just hanging out with these people all day wild and it's, it. it's very very it, it's interesting and it's i don't know like i personally don't feel like I don't know. I don't feel like special or anything. It's sort of like, I don't know how I'm in this position. Like, I legitimately feel like I'm in a a simulation right now, and this stuff is just all, like, rolling down (laughs) on me. So I don't even know if you guys are real. Maybe we're not.
1: I don't know.
2: (laughs) Hey, don't mess with me.
1: <laughs> i couldn't get joe rogan to come on we couldn't get that far into the conversation. yeah version, we could
2: get the ai version though.
1: yeah, yeah. We can do that now. i can just switch over tabs here and get that going yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is crazy world we live in i mean i mean it really is and 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 that's what drew me to both to both of you guys is 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 your work in hollywood and your work in star wars specifically something that um you know touched my life as much as to create a podcast about strictly that. So it it is cool to to talk to people that have been on these sets and and done various things and made things and been a part of some of us that's touched many, many lives. You know, it's so cool.
2: No, it's super fun. And I don't know what McMaster thinks. He's been, he's been around a bunch of like the star Wars celebrities too, like an on a working basis, even more than I, I've met a bunch of them, but he's like worked around them. So it's crazy.
0: And it's weird because especially with the, the, the legacy characters, you know, from the original. The first person I ever met was Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca. And we spent the day together doing uh, TV spots, you know, in Sacramento, you know, with him and R2D2. And it was just, I'm like, wow. this is crazy. You know, and I thought, well, I'll <laughs> never do this again. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> never Be say laugh. never, I guess, in this <laughs> business. You know, uh, but, that but is... all of those people are so nice. That's the one thing I have to say. Everybody that's, in the Star Wars, you know, I mean, the directors, everybody, just so nice. Everybody's been so nice because they're all, for the most part, fans of Star Wars, and so everybody's just enthusiastic. And when it's all over, you're done shooting, we all sit around and kind of pinch ourselves, like, "Wow, that was that was a fun day." You yeah, know, it's not so lost cool. on on everybody. You know, people yeah. are not jaded to the point where they don't realize what they're doing. You know, I, I think but, the thing too is that a lot
2: with a lot of these people is that they have. Sort of a wall up just because so many people approach them. Once you're in a situation where you're around them, you're they're just the friendliest, nice people, just like anybody else. But they just have to be a little guarded because, you know, too many people are trying to get in their life. But if you're there and you're working with them, you're clearly like sort of like a peer, even though they've been doing it a lot Mm -hmm. longer and they're more famous. And you're kind of like, I don't know, they just talk to you like you're just, you know, hanging around with them. It's just people at the end of the day. Yeah.
0: definitely more relaxed and yeah and you're usually within kind of a safe space because you're in a production environment where they know there aren't isn't going to be a fan that's going to pop out and uh, <laughs> or an give me an autograph <laughs> yeah yeah and, i
1: can only imagine yeah
0: so just just hang out at a table during lunch and talk to people you know i i had a uh, we were doing a photo shoot and I, I asked this woman if i could sit at her table and she goes sure and she goes it's just me and my husband well then her husband sits down it's mark hamill and then mark goes wow. hey peter over here it's peter mayhew and then peter <laughs> goes hey um what's his name harrison ford that guy so then i'm sitting at lunch with these people and of course i didn't say a word you know i'm just sitting there eating you know like Oh my gosh! And they're just talking about the kids and school and vacations and normal everyday people things. Stuff. They're they're just regular people with extraordinary jobs. Wow! You know? uh, that, but,
1: yeah, and I uh, I'd be the same way. I would try not to be starstruck. I'm that guy that's like, well, let's just not be awkward. Let's let's just sit here. Okay, and then, okay then then you're eat. awkward, right? Yeah, basic mechanical <laughs> movements, food to mouth. I can do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, man, how cool is that? I, and and that obvi- and obviously that is my biggest thing that I that I wanted to talk about. And and I've had I've had people on in the past that that, that have worked in, in the industry specifically with Star Wars and, and they didn't talk about it in, in an excited way that I can already tell you guys are kind of talking about it. But most, most of it they, they wanted to overlook those details and kinda and kinda <laughs> highlight themselves. And I and, and I was like, man, what what this is for the kids, the people, the people like the, the millions out there, right? The millions of us that will never have that chance. And, and then we want to know what it's like, you know, for the true. And obviously you guys are true fans of this too. You can tell, you know, Oh my so gosh. Cool.
2: I mean, yeah. I've got, I've got Star Wars stuff tattooed on me and you know, it's, it's, it, yeah, big. it's crazy. And they'd be working in it now. Again, it's not lost. I mean, there's times when it's just like, I can't believe I'm standing here with all this stuff around me where this yeah. is crazy. And you know, it is crazy, but the thing is, I didn't get into, I didn't move out to California until I was 38, so I didn't have any, like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm too old, I'm like, don't don't feel like you're too old to start doing something or to change or to, you know, do something different, and it's, it, it's uh, you could start anytime, you meet people on these sets that are like in their 60s, it just got into it like a year ago, and then you're working with them, and they're right next to you on doing the same thing you're doing. And, you know, there's no reason to not go for it if you really want to do it, too, you know? Yeah. There's hope.
0: Yeah, I started started working. The first build I did for Lucasfilm, which was Chopper, was 10 years ago. I was 47 years old. So wow. uh, if you had told me, yeah, later in life you're going to wind up doing this stuff, I would have yeah. thought, you're smoking something, man. That's right. never going to happen. But,
1: that is... The irony that's behind that statement—that the the, the choppers, the the droids you mentioned—I'm going to Galaxy's Edge tomorrow, and I'm making like a real cheap EVA chopper costume out of this toddler costume I found. I'm going to look like a total idiot, but it's ironic that I'm having a conversation the same day with the guy that brought chopper (laughs) to life on the live screen for the first time. So that you have—you have the chopper costume? costume. Who me or him? You said you said you're ba- making one. I'm making one. Yeah, it's I, once. Well, actually, when we're done here, I put my kids to bed. That's what I'm finishing this evening. Oh, so yeah, okay. yeah. Like <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah, it's a one day build. Yeah. yeah. yeah, I've been, yeah. I've
0: been oh following my. that. I'm like, all right. Oh, that's cool. that's I saw cool. cool. I saw the arm. Ar- ar- yeah. ar- you had out, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I make it, but it's ironic because it wasn't planned that way, and it just clicked now. Like you, you made chopper, the real <laughs> chopper that everybody's seen. You know, so it was in Rogue One. Yeah, that most people didn't even catch was in Rogue One, but I did. <laughs> it makes me feel better. <laughs> and, I know, and, I knew he was there,
0: <laughs> and I embarrassed myself during that because we were at the the um, the premiere in Hollywood of Rogue One, and I'm sitting um, near the front row of the theater. That's where they put us, and you know, it's a real quiet scene when the guy is running out to tell them, "Hey, there's this thing going on on Scarif," and and you see Chopper for like right half there. of a second, right? <laughs> And I I could hear him, I could hear him before I saw him. And I literally, okay, you could drop a pin in the theater. I go, yeah! Like that, and everybody jumps, and I'm like, oh no. And everybody's like, what, what? And I said, I'll tell you later, I'll tell you later. I was so embarrassed.
1: That's so awesome, but you had to be so Later then I told
0: everybody, I said, well Chopper, it was Chopper, and it's like, oh, I never saw Chopper. Uh, Nobody saw it, you know? And I I was waiting for like two weeks before somebody finally spotted it and put it online. I saw it on my, it on my very two weeks. The movie on my first
2: out. viewing, I saw it, and I I like it, with my, my my eye was He's right. in was it cut. That. I was like my, I was looking right at it at that at that edit. I was like oh. And so when I saw it again, I got a little. I videotaped a little clip of it and I put it on. I think it's on my Instagram. And I think you're tagged in it because I was like, there's chopper. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. dude, it's so yeah, just crazy. And so Rebels is, uh, so normally my wife and I do this show together. She's my co-host and, and Rebels is some of our favorite Star Wars. It's hands down her favorite Star Wars. We're actually rewatching it all right now, prepping for Ahsoka. But, um, yeah. when she found out that the, the, the person behind it. Chopper was coming on. She was like, "Oh my gosh, that's wild!" So that's cool. That is so cool. Unfortunately, she can't be here because I have two little ones that she's wrangling. As I'll, I'll use the words you choose, you wrangle droids. We wrangle children, something.
0: <laughs> and, but- and ten, ten years <laughs> later, I'm finally making mine. Yes.
1: Oh, oh that's so cool. It only, only personal, took me a
0: decade. To- personal so can, chopper. I,
1: I I'm not sure how much of this question I can ask and you can answer, but it, do you have involvement in Ahsoka? No. No. Or you just mean, you're you're like well, the rest I mean, of the actors I, I, that are going to I me. did a,
0: I did did a tiny thing. I did a tiny uh-huh. thing.
1: Okay. But it's, okay. it's very I'll leave it at it's that. Not I'll leave like it at. Like the it.
0: Mandalorian stuff where we had things that were kind of in the foreground. This is sure. a background teeny tiny nothing thing, so.
1: Okay. That's, that, what, that's, that's what they would all say.
2: It, it is the same boat. It's like there's stuff that I've I have helped know. make that is just floating around in places. So yeah. you see it and you're like, ah, but it's it's like a nothing burger compared to everything that's going on um sure i as far as ahsoka i don't i don't know what's in ahsoka yet so i don't know anything
1: oh i won't ask you i I, i've seen enough (laughs) of those interviews where they're like please don't ask me anything about (laughs) that that's not something we're gonna talk about so i won't do that to you but um so what projects together that are star wars have you guys combined to to work on gosh
0: a lot of things
1: yeah, we
2: did the the coolest. The thing I think we've seen the most on screen time is probably those um, the the RX droids in Book of Bubba mm-hmm. Fett, and I think one shows up in Mandalorian. And then um yeah. they were showing the I don't know if you guys saw the Skeleton Crew trailer thing that they were showing at Celebration, but one is in that too. So it's like, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's on, right they had it on screen up on their big thing. So I was like, oh, there's there's a the freaking thing. So. I don't think it's a secret if, if they're showing it. So No, it's, it's not, not a secret. There, and, so. I,
1: and I um I actually worked at Star Tours for a while, up until not that, not that long ago. Um, so there's a connection yeah. again. It's weird. The chocolate yeah, happened. yeah. Now, Rex, it's crazy.
0: And Gordon and I worked a whole full week together on uh, Jedi Temple Challenge. Yeah, 10, 10 episodes. So um,
2: I'm not reversed here. So I did this droid, 83, and McMaster
1: did... LXR five. There
0: he is. Wow. Oh, I'm going the wrong way. There
1: he is. <laughs> and now, are those the screen used? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they let you keep them, or well, is it because you made them? I don't know how that works. I guess that's a good question. Interesting
2: question. So, <laughs> so McMaster, that's his droid. Technically, this one belongs to Lucasfilm. Paid for it, but they were we're gonna have like display stuff made, and they never uh, did it. So I still have it here. So it's just I'm just kind of like curating. Like, I've never put it back on after the show or taken it out anywhere to show it. Actually, I take that back. I took it to celebration to show with um, LX. Remember we us uh, mm-hmm. in out here. We had them set up next to each other. Um, but I haven't put it back on or anything after the show. And I kind of take care of it like I'm like I'm a babysitter. It's not you know I don't feel like our one here. So <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm actually cool, probably though. gonna make another one just to have one just because. You know,
1: you never know when they'll come knocking, huh?
2: Yeah, and, you need know, it and I and honestly that is kind of the thing is with some of these shows they rent stuff from people because it's there. Like, hey, we need this thing, and then they don't want to pay to have it built, so they'll rent it from somebody. And um, it's just having a lot of stuff on hand can you can't guarantee anything, but it, it could be valuable, if, especially if you live in this area. I mean, I know that they've shipped stuff in from other places for. Um, for some of the shows but it's if you're in california and you're within a drive from the studios it's you know it doesn't hurt to have stuff on hand just in case
1: are both of you in los angeles or whereabouts are you i know you're in california but
2: yeah um i'm technically in los angeles county but i'm now i live i used to live in north hollywood but now i live like an hour about 50 minutes north of my old house northeast i'm still in los angeles county but like the, the i could drive 10 minutes and be out of. Los Angeles County north. So, but I can still drive to the, I mean, I still work in town regularly, but it's it's
1: just a lot longer drive. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. What about I, you, Michael? I'm even
0: further north. I'm I'm 3 hours north in Central oh, wow. California. So.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, and so was this with, with the, with your company, was it a strategic location or did you want to be close to Hollywood with knowing what you were going to do or, or was that part of the plan to begin with? Did you start doing this as like a, a thing you enjoyed just as a, as a, as a personal thing that turned into Hollywood paying attention? Or yeah, had there, a was, there
0: was no, there was no plan. I mean, I, you know, where, where I live is where our family has been since 1919. And so, you know, It was home for me, and the droid thing was just a hobby that kind of got out of hand. (laughs) Just a little. Just a little. Yeah. Yeah, it turned into a full time job, which I would have never, again, I I was not looking for that. I was not, you know, ready for it, really, but it happened, and here we are. So.
1: Wow. Well, it's i uh, We're thankful it happened. Those of us that are paying attention, we're very thankful it happened. It's, it's such a cool thing to just, you know. And, and I'm a, That's. I think that's how I first caught on to you. Is I. I am also in those Facebook groups, the Droid Builders, and I have not set foot in that endeavor yet. Once my kids get a little older, I think I'd love to. But um, it's just so fascinating that there's a whole group of people out there that just build the screen quality droids i mean it's, it's nuts and 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 it seems like rocket science to me and, and and maybe it is i don't know you're the one that does it for a living but um it's just so cool it, it's just fun it, it is
0: definitely it's definitely challenging and everything in between you know Um, And actually, Orlando is a really good spot for
2: R2, the R2 group in Orlando, the astromech builders in Orlando has a huge group kind of like out here in the Southern California has a really, really big group. And I think Orlando and Southern California are the two biggest groups as far as I know. Is that still accurate? You know, like you're on the boards more than I am.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Yeah.
2: Um. But yeah, because when I was in Orlando, it was there was like big R two meetups with just all the astromech builders just get together and it was it was really fun. I mean, yeah, it was it was good. So you're in a good spot for it if you're gonna start. You? Uh,
1: are you familiar with Lake Nona? Uh,
2: no, but my brother probably knows exactly where it is. He lives in uh, yeah somewhere
1: like around. I I, I'm like 30 minutes um west of Disney World. That's not too far. Okay yeah yeah but it's, it's a it's a newer area it used to just be orange groves like five years ago so it's it's it's, pop, it's popping up but gotcha. much like yeah, california the- it's full traffic so
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know i know that well i know the i4 so the i yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the, death, the yeah. death
1: trap the i4 yeah. <laughs> it's a death trap oh <laughs> uh, that's awesome i had no idea you were from from relatively close that's cool That is yeah really i grew cool. up
2: I, grew, I was born and raised in florida i lived there till i was 38 and i moved to california um, and, um, wow. like I said, my brother still lives in Orlando and he works, um, he does build stuff for the theme parks and stuff, which is, yeah. pretty new. so
1: man, I might have to talk to you offline about that. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm an annual pass holder. I'm there tomorrow. I worked there for yeah. a period of time. So that's cool. That's really cool. Very cool. But, and I see this, this probe droid behind you, Michael, that doesn't even fit in the frame. Um, <laughs> is, is this a future project or a past project? And if it's the past oh. one, was it in Mandalorian?
0: This one was in Mandalorian. Yep.
1: Wow, wow! There it is, everybody. That is what you see in the, the finale, right there.
0: There it is.
1: Man, look at that! How uh, that often? Was, uh, you episode,
0: to... episode seven.
1: Yep. Oh, seven. I'm sorry. No, that was not the finale. I'm sorry. It was the one before. Yep, with the spy. The spy. I believe his title. Yep. yep. And so, and that's what's so cool is. Uh, you can't tell me with minimal experience in this, but which is obviously it's designed to be this way. I can't tell if it's a practical effect or a visual effect, you know, and, and now I know it was obviously a practical effects. So that is so cool.
0: Yeah, we we stuck it on the end of a camera boom, and we flew it in. And uh, there were two of us operating, myself and an operator uh, from Legacy FX. So I was running the legs for part of it. She was driving the head. And then we had a guy in the camera boom, and we had a guy that was operating all the lighting effects because we had a hollow projector that was mounted to the side of the bucket. Um,
1: And that brought up Moff Gideon, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it it was a good episode because it it was kind of front and center, and it was a reveal, a big reveal that, you know, we uh, it was terrible because we had shot all that. And then a month later, we were at Star Wars Celebration driving it around, and, you know, you can't say anything, obviously. Right. And uh, we can't allude to anything, but people would constantly come up and say, wow, that'd be really cool. You should get that in Star Wars. And I said, that's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs>
2: you
0: know? And uh, so many people took photos with it or video of it. And then when we talked about it here a couple weeks ago, people were like, oh, my gosh, I saw that. You know, that's it. And, and that is you know, it. Anaheim. So.
2: And they took pictures. They didn't know that it was special yet.
0: I mean, it was not really special, but great. we didn't know how special. Yeah, because people so weren't, cool. you know, like trying to pull parts off it, or you know, and that, oh, that was it right. was crazy
2: because I could barely talk to McMaster that whole time because he was like had to guard this thing because everybody wanted to touch it the whole day. So every wow. time I come over, I was like, he's like, this watching people yeah, come never
0: over. never stop because people, like, I'll be back, I'll be back. You know, the <laughs> legs, the legs up. are actually very fragile. They really oh, yeah. are. They got little linear actuators built in, and people want to just grab things and move it. They think that it's just this poseable thing and i'm like no 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 uh, but oh my people
1: people drive me way
0: worse than the kids
1: <laughs> i bet always because they're still kids that's the problem
0: yeah <laughs> they got kid uh, brains. Well, and a and
2: all Star Wars celebration so you know they're all kids yeah
1: they're half just, intoxicated so like yeah it's, it's great it's great
2: <laughs> did you come out to a celebration in california
1: I didn't get to, no, unfortunately. So I'm originally from Colorado. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm retired law enforcement, uh, military from out there. And my wife and I moved out here. She works for the government. And um, so I didn't get a chance. And now Star Wars Celebration keeps moving further and further away. And I thought I was in a hub. I really did. Maybe by the time I'm dead, we'll get to go in Orlando. <laughs> but yes. Go to, go to
0: Japan. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I would maybe, love uh, to. What, that'd be 2027? 20, 20, 20, Seven
1: maybe. at this rate. Yeah, we'll be two films from now. Yeah. <laughs> two it's crazy to think about if that even happens on time. You'll know before me, but yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, if so, you,
1: you can go, if you to Japan, anything.
2: you should just buy a ticket now and make it happen. I know, I, I know, because I, I, Japan is amazing. And if if you get a chance, I would say definitely check it out. Even because you can go to celebration for two days and then you go fart around in Japan, and it's amazing. You just, it's. Awesome.
1: I have no doubt. I have. Oh, I have no doubt. And I so want to. I have a one and a two year old. So it makes things a little on well, the challenging side there. I'm, I'm actually a full time stay at home parent now. I, I, I got hurt doing my job in the past. So just, oh, that allows me some time to talk to you fine gentlemen. But yes, yes. <laughs> no, so th- this is my passion, man. I don't I don't make anything doing this. I just love uh, talking to Star Wars folks. That's what I like doing. So we do don't it. make anything yet no not yet there's, yeah. a future. There's, a future. there's a future there's a future i'm not 38 yet so i have a chance you never know you just keep doing it
2: i'm telling you keep doing the things if you enjoy it just keep going and someday it just starts like I, I quit my job in 2017 because i was just making too much stuff and on the side stuff that i was doing for fun and i'll take these sure. projects and it just overflowed I'm like i i can i can quit my job now and
1: it's and that had to be it an amazing uh, amazing thing to have happen
2: yeah, you can do it. I mean, it's it took me uh I was in I was making stuff for probably almost 7 years at that point just on the side and then mm-hmm. started selling stuff probably like I don't know uh 5 years earlier and then kind of got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm making enough now where I can stop my job and then just make stuff. That's so awesome. Do so your awesome. podcast and you keep it up, and, and for those you of you out know, there, you they're sponsors, also
1: doing this. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. all the stuff, man. It it goes. It can, you'll be surprised.
1: Just to that it. is so cool. That is so cool. So both of you are kind of that success story. That this was probably not your primary career, and you just ended up here. Yeah,
2: and what's what's nuts is when I was a kid, I would have loved to have done this, and I took the weird, the dumbest path you can imagine to get here. <laughs> I I didn't. I, I literally didn't. I wanted to do this, but I never tried to do it. And then I kind of like meandered around and now I'm in it. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Cool. Like, you know, that was, that would have been great. I mean, uh, you know, I grew up, my dad was, like I said, built, built props and models and all these awesome things, Did a lot of camera work and film stuff. And my grandfather was an actor and he's in, you know, the actors union, all this stuff when I was in, grew up. And they both passed away in 2012, and now I'm doing all the stuff that they're doing. I'm like, oh man, oh like, this man. Is, I mean, it's not, it's not like a pity thing. It's but it's funny because no. I'm like doing the same things that they were doing. Like you just wish their, they
1: could like, saw it, you know?
2: It would have been cool to tell them about it, but but yeah. you know, they clearly rubbed off on me in that way. Not rubbed one right. off on I, me. That's weird. Ah, oh, weird. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah I, no. The same yeah. thing happened though. So, you guys,
0: you know, <laughs> my my dad passed away in 2004, just before I finished my r2d 2 uh, and i remember him asking me he says why are you building this thing what what good is it i said well it's just fun it's a fun thing and if he could have seen that i am now i'm working on my 40th and 41st droid <laughs> and then i made a living doing it my dad would be so happy he'd just be ecstatic you know but he didn't get no to see it and that just breaks my heart that he couldn't see it because he would have he would have loved it because he he built he designed his own farm equipment and vehicles, and he he made all sorts of just crazy machinery. And of course, I helped him, but um, but yeah, that spilled into the droid deal. Yeah, the
1: influence is obviously there for both of you, and that, that is so cool because so many times uh, rebellious teenagers, myself included, do the exact opposite of what their parents did, <laughs> just for nothing more than principle, okay. right? So I mean, that's me. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, you know, my my father was. Uh, uh, like the master, he's the building official of a small town in Colorado, and I went and joined the military at eighteen. I was like, I'm not doing that. Exact opposite of what you're doing. So um, yeah, I, and but that's cool that you guys did the, did what you're supposed to do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> eventually. Yeah,
1: yeah, my yeah.
2: parents were just anything I wanted to. They were my parents were just so encouraging over anything that I was into. They're like, go for it, that's you awesome. know. So I never, it was never, um, I never felt limited by that. When I, I meet people that are very talented. That kind of didn't get into their into their rhythm until they were much older because they their parents were like, yeah, you're not doing this, you're not doing this, and they just kind of you know stifled that talent because they were told they oh, you're not going to make any money, and now they're like, you know, amazing at what they do, but right. it took them a while to figure it out that they should just do the thing that they want, you know?
1: Right. But it's easier said yeah. than done. It really is, but. Now, that, that is so cool. Now, I caught you say 41st droid, Michael. So how many of those are screen-featured?
0: Oh, screen All of them? I don't, no, I don't know. All, all uh, them? Hand, <laughs> A handful of those, probably. Because, yeah. you know, we've done things for the theme parks and, and all over. And then, of course, a bunch of droids that were just mine, you know, that I've kept personally. You know, um, I've got my original R2-D2. I've got um, – this is my latest – R two D uh, two, LXR five, Wally. Um, I'm working on R four P seventeen. I have a mouse. Had a mouse droid. <laughs>
1: oh, let's hear this. Oh, uh, we got time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the last episode, um, you saw oh. the, the mouse droids come out. So yeah. So I had, I had, I built five mouse droids for that initially, and it had the R five D four that we built. And they wanted. They decided at the last minute they wanted to wreck one of the mouse droids, go over the edge, but they didn't want to use one of their five. They they became very um, attached to the droids because we named them, and everybody had their own droid. Oh said no, we don't want to. We don't want to hurt these
1: attachments. So not can the Jedi way. Another one.
0: <laughs> well, I only had a few days. I couldn't build one, so I had my personal mouse droid. So I sent it along, and it.
1: So Lucasfilm destroyed your personal mouse droid.
0: Well I I wouldn't say they destroyed it, but it was a stunt droid. It got to it got it's to inoperable. You got to <laughs> <stay> <laughs> it got a stunt. And they kept
1: it by yes. name. It, and it's still it's usable.
0: Credit. It's still drivable. They're oh. they're a lot tougher than you'd imagine. But uh, I, I don't I
1: how far did this thing fall?
0: Not very the far. Way.
1: Not far. The whole way. Use your imagination. That's it how far. Yes. It fell
0: till it stopped.
1: All the way to cut, huh? I like it. <laughs>
0: All the way Man, to my kidney. So...
1: Yes, all the way to your resealable kidney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's going to be the name of my new website. There you go. That's going be podcast, Gordon.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, that's a good name. That's how I'm going to market this. I'm going to be like, do you, <laughs> you want to hear about resealable kidneys?
2: Yours has a zipper. Mine has like one of those Ziploc closures, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah red, red, blue, this, make green.
0: Yes. yes, I was just going to say it. Yes. Yeah.
2: Red, blue.
0: <laughs> this is Gordon and I. We can finish was, It was supposed to come it. out of my mouth, too. I
1: like
0: yeah, it.
2: Yeah. I like it. Not, not just well, his
1: mouth. <laughs> no. Ooh, ooh. Even better. Even better. Even better. Anyway, I mark it for kids. Moving but that's on.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, man. How long have you been in Florida for? When did you move to Florida? What um,
1: year? 2021 beginning of 2021 okay so okay long. so, so pretty coming recently. up on two years yeah coming up in two years
2: yeah. i know it's funny because like when you when you sit here in orlando i had this moment of like oh my gosh have we met before because i know so many star wars community people from mm-hmm. florida so then i was like like, had a moment, like, oh my gosh, I hope, I hope we've Not I'm forgetting no it's really old, bad
1: <laughs> in a different universe. That's okay. No, I'm yeah, not but memory. now he's mad met. Yeah, good. So, we have, we've have <laughs> met. It's formal. How do you do? Yes, oh, no, that's awesome. Wow. But the community here is awesome. It, it, it actually really is. That's the one have you thing you've been to I yet. I have, the yeah, Megacon? I didn't go this year, but I went last year. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's a good convention. Yep. I like that one a lot.
1: Yeah, I'm working on my Mandalorian Mercs um, costume actually right now. Nice I'm, I'm, I'm plan on becoming an OM. So we got we got some time ahead of us. But yeah, that's that's my little side project.
0: You know, those 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 Mandalorian Mercs for decades they were doing their oh. own thing. Who's yeah. Yeah. laughing now?
1: Right, yeah, right? Yep. Yep, <laughs> they finally had
0: their season, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are canon. Ultimate
0: season for a Mandalorian. <laughs> I Do you know, have any like line.
2: covert costume kind of stuff you can wear to Disney? Because I know they don't let you wear a full costume, but a lot of people go in yeah.
1: like Yeah, so you gotta you gotta walk the fine line and that's what Chopper is gonna tiptoe tomorrow. We're gonna see how it goes. Nice. But um, you know, I know the rules and having work there, it's it's it is helpful, I will say to know like I my plan on just wearing Beskar, Like without the helmet with like a jacket over it. I could get through security, but it's just that's a matter cool. of later, like what would happen. But um I don't know. I feel like on May 4th, you gotta kinda be nice. You gotta like let the rules slip a little bit you know let yep. people live out there i paid a lot of money to come here. you know yeah so, yeah, yeah. I, I, we'll see we'll see but yeah, a chopper's gonna walk that line we'll see what happens i'm excited to see this costume yeah How it's cool, nothing it, like, fancy
2: are you making it so it's just around your body and your arms are out, or is it like a full yeah. like
1: giant no it, it's literally a toddler chopper costume made by okay. rubies that i am heavily altering to fit my six foot two two hundred and thirty pound frame and then I'm EVA-ing. I, mean, I have a hat with it, with a bunch of EVA antennas and arms. And, and yeah, it's, it's going to be clever. It's going to be clever. That's great. <laughs> it's, it's cheap, efficient, and I was going to do Thrawn, but then I couldn't um, pull off the full. I don't have Lucasfilm touch to make my eyes that red. I can make the, 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 the colored red, but not the rest. So, you know, yeah. certain effects I, wasn't, I couldn't pull off, so I wasn't willing to do it, and I didn't think hot sauce in my eye was a good idea. So
2: You can, you can do <laughs> no, uh, can be Thrawn. I, I don't know if you have looked into my stuff on my Instagram. I'm but looking at it right now. Contacts that are some red, red contacts that I I've had actually
1: in. see them. Yeah. And it's Be, pretty like your you're like possessed Squidward that I see over here. Yeah. That yeah. one's. Um, <laughs> no, that's right. That one. Squidward
2: had red eyes. I've had some where the whole eye is just like big awful thing i always send the pictures to mcmaster because he hates those he hates the contact lenses
0: He's I, like, I got a, i got a phobia about things in my eyeballs and i literally that's my fair, eyes that's my eyes are like running right now just thinking about it yeah. Yeah. I, when i filmed that
2: gm commercial i had the grossest contacts and i think i sent you a picture from set i was like hey yeah. <laughs> Like, no nope. uh, this uh, this right green. here there this right
1: here yeah so this how did you this is hollywood obviously but how do you get the outside to the lenses is
2: gigantic they're like about 20 or 22 millimeter diameter lenses so they can just cover your whole eye and uh they're giant and they're how do you even pay them they' made they can be sort of uncomfortable McMaster loves them
1: Oh yeah, because stuff in his eyes. Yeah, yeah. I'm.
2: I'm yeah, gonna go throw yeah,
1: up yeah. now. But, I'm gonna go throw um, up. That, that is wild. A lot of times man.
2: when we do stuff, when you're on a set, or I'm doing a makeup like this, there'll be a lens tech, like a person. I've never put those big lenses in my own eyes. I've done um like this, the zombie one from the commercial. Oh, that scroll back. up just a little. The the yep, yep, lenses for that. I don't know if I have a photo. That one right there. Click that one. And I think one of the photos, and there might be one where you can see the lenses up close because they're really gnarly, in one of those in one of those pictures. The uh,
1: let's see, that's some pretty quality uh, some makeup there, huh? Or how, is that all? prosthetic or yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I um, I'm looking. Was in I'm Army looking. of the Dead mm-hmm. in 2019, uh-huh. and oh that that the bat zombie bat thing Damn has my, red eyes. See, I'm pointing at my screen this right like here. You yeah yeah this there's right another here. set of really red eyes that are pretty pretty gnarly would be good thrown eyes
1: those do look like they'd be actually pretty good thrown eyes
2: um but yeah they have like they a have lens me- that comes in and they they're, they're really good at it they just hold your eye and they say okay look down and they go and they stick them in it's gigantic
1: um wow but but yeah it's so all nervous if somebody else touching my eye.
2: I, you know what's crazy is I used to be like McMaster. I couldn't even watch my wife take her contacts off of her eyeballs or anything. Like I was like, ah. And then one of the first times I got to do prosthetic makeup, like I really wanted to do this kind of work. So when they were like, okay, when you put contacts in, I was just like, oh, my God. Inside, I was, you know, crawling a little bit. But I just had to just be like, okay, go for it. And then they just stick them in there. but. And, ah. and and um oh. it's not nearly as bad i have only had like one time when it was got uncomfortable i had to do a like a live event and i had them in way too long without drops and stuff and the next day my eyes were really really sore
1: oh i bet but, um, i can only imagine that sounds ugh. so i i guess that i'm learning that, which is so cool because you're secretly answering all the questions i'm not asking but <laughs> so with with eye effects they're not obviously all like post-production a lot of that stuff is no. actually gigantic well, contacts.
2: A lot of a lot of contacts, and, and it's pretty easy to replace them nowadays. The, the computer stuff is very good, but it's it's easier if you can just not have to replace them. You get good contacts on set um, and, you know, just swap them out. This was a crazy day, too, working with Ozzy Osbourne, and I was like...
1: Uh, yeah, I saw that picture. Wow, that is... That's cool. I love Ozzy. I'm, I'm an Ozzy fan, so that is so cool. That I've been too since I was like a kid. So that was like yeah. hanging out with him on set. So it was very interesting. oh, I bet is, is he crazy? Is he as crazy as I'd expect?
2: No, he's he's really nice. But he also I worked with him twice now because I did a music video with him, and then I did this Omay's thing. And um, the Omaze thing was actually more fun in the sense that I got to actually work with him more. But uh-huh. the the music video was like a few months before and he was having some like really bad nerve issues in his neck. And when he Mm. did the video, he was amazing on the video, but in between shots, he was really in a lot of pain. pain. So he, but like totally accommodating, nice, you know, just wanted to be super, super professional Mm. about everything. And then when the amaze thing happened, he'd had a surgery in between that music video and the amaze thing. And he was much better during the omaze like he was just way to more together not not in as much pain and stuff so and there's okay. our there's our RX-roids.
1: yeah that, that's what i was trying to click on i'm sorry everybody there's a little bit of a a wag on my end i think with the old internet i like i was saying our ethernet is having a tough time running from um, california to florida so we yeah. did dig a lot dig a lot underground there but that is so cool. So um, I remember seeing this in in Mando. Um, where, where was the debut? Season two, I believe, right? With the he was all basically like the TSA droid. Um,
2: the book of Boba
1: Fett. Like book of, book of, of Boba Fett. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Book. I'm sorry. Like that season was so confusing. The, yes, the Mando episode. Fett. Yeah. Yes, the Mando oh, I, episode.
2: I was so stoked. Like this screenshot when I took when I saw this, I was like, ah, this is this is awesome. I was so excited. Now, now yeah, talk, talk me through A great
0: interaction
1: yeah absolutely because it's literally like a tsa droid it's like ex- yeah perfect for that, you know <laughs> like this is the future this is what's coming in the tsa but so yeah, walk they- me through how how this came to be like what what um what part did you play in this gordon what part did you play michael
2: well mcmaster got the gig the prop the main prop guy on the show reached out to mcmaster about building them and then like many projects mcmaster's like hey you want to help on this thing and i'm like, yep uh because and gordon has all the skills i have <laughs> i have, I have some of the skills so another another guy named dave ferreira did um the upper arm the animatronics and the animatronics for the head i modeled most of the most of the robot i did the 3d modeling on and i helped help with some of the finishing after the like when they were putting it all together i was having knee issues at the time it was the whole thing but mm-hmm. um i did probably like 90 95 percent of the modeling, and then Dave Ferreira modeled the upper arm and made the animatronics, and then he took some of my models and added servo mounts to so that the mm-hmm. the visor could move and the stuff. And then Chris Stroud made—I um, don't even think they used it in the in the show, but it was amazing because you could talk into a microphone and the 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 mouth would like light up and stuff, like it would when you were talking. But I don't think it ever does it in a show, does it? You don't really see it, no. Yeah, it was really awesome, and it was like frantic because uh chris lived east coast and was fedexing stuff overnight like parts and you know scrambling to get all this stuff together and it was crazy but um yeah master figured out kind of like how the basic thing was going to be constructed and then i did like the paneling around the main thing and kind of worked together to get the main parts and then dave frere worked out the arm i guess is kind of is that
0: right does that sound right and it was like building a boat in a bo- in a in a bottle because you had to have all these mechanisms, but there's no real room, yeah, for the mechanisms. Wow. you know.
1: And how much more um, advanced would you say is this than what you're seeing at the Disney parks?
0: Uh, it's, well, this this know. is less advanced. The ones in the parks are, are programmed, you know, automated. Um, you know, we're puppeteering live using remote controls. So I mean the, the the technology like the you know is more modern but you know the the ones that they made were meant to to work for hundreds of thousands of hours in an automated way. So they're the the level of sophistication even back in 86 was pretty Impressive. substantial. Yeah, and they, and they uh, run
2: um, a lot of the ones at the parks go through like really rigorous testing to make sure that they can go over and over and over and you know without de- destroying themselves hopefully you know with as little maintenance as possible
1: you, you want to know Our, how ours? um go ahead i'm so sorry
0: well no ours ours were not as robust you know ours are made to look good mm. and operate for a, a certain period of time they're never meant to run for thousands of hours a year you know Um,
1: I was going to say, do you want to know how they uh, each night at close, um, Disney decides it's working for the next morning? They just send me up the ramp and I go, yep, it's good. Looks like it's working good. And then we just (laughs) roll with it and hope for the best. So whatever you guys did, kudos. (laughs) Good job. Uh, It's doing its thing. (laughs) And I I remember seeing seeing this guy and I loved seeing, I don't know if you can see my cursor, I think you can, but I, I remember seeing this little green visor billfold and it totally reminds me and i'm sure it was on purpose of um you know a card dealer it's like perfect, yep. perfect uh, Funny sure story
0: <laughs> so that that was added at the 11th hour uh um, really we had made based on the artwork we had we made a hard visor a solid mm-hmm. visor and we thought it was going to be painted and then talking to the art department someone says well that's supposed to be a clear visor, you know, like a card dealer. And Gordon and I are like, okay, we got to do this overnight. Yeah. We, we rest yeah I think we had three days bus- to get it over, right? To, yeah. Like, wow. To, finish,
2: to, to make new visors.
0: It was, wow. it was literally, we we just finished clear coating. They went on the robot and they went in the truck.
2: I mean, yeah. I, I have a picture. McMaster picked them up from my house. I made like, how many do we have? Four or five of them? And three. I, so only three. three okay so we, it was only yeah. the three i can't remember i knew that i had a bunch on a thing i had them like on a little stand so we could remember like i handed them off to you and they were on a little like a foam core thing that i made i have a Fisor. photo of me in front of the house with the visors on this thing <laughs> but is oh. driving out from central california stops at my house picks him up and drives into the studio like that that day with everything else and uh, that is it was,
1: wild they
2: were exactly. they still smell like paint like the paint it was all auto paint you know and it's like
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: cuz they're just they were printed clear and then i had to tint them with like a clear green tinted clear clear coat for like auto clear coat so that's how we got the green tint on them
1: man that and
0: is somehow, that, somehow we did it and they look great we were happy with it everybody was happy. yeah and
1: it, and it does and it does look great and um i have another Another set of droids that I want to bring up from uh, this most recent season of Mando that are some of, I must say, some of my favorite um, droid designs I've seen in Star Wars. Um, they're, they're not new designs, it's just that the the color scheme reminds you of two other droids that are not necessarily canon Um but I'm sure you'll know exactly who I'm referring to as our Ethernet cord here figures its life out. But (laughs) I love these guys. I I love this design. Obviously, they have brief appearances. You can hear
0: the electrons moving. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) It's going. It's going. I'm using the Force. We're getting there. Yeah, I love love these two. These two are some of my favorite.
0: So the only one that I built was the Astromech, Mm -hmm. and um, I didn't paint it. It was painted by the prop department once we delivered it. Um, but that, that was, I mean, it is a spectacular droid in person. It is gorgeous. I have no doubt head, head to toe, but it yeah. has to constantly be, uh, be polished and cleaned because fingerprints and dust. Oh, and I can only imagine everything, it just, I think swarms to it because of right, the colors right. Of I could only this imagine is the art, right on that thing.
1: Yeah, but Lisa this is from your uh, your page Michael. I am not sure but um yeah the, that was that ex-
0: was the actual scene.
1: Yeah, that's the that, I, that's I think a it's throw. a shot. No,
2: that was yeah. a, that was the concept so Look at it. Wasn't that the concept art? Look at the look at the Wait, I think have it's been, at the end I, of the episode is what post, you're saying, yeah. I did post the concept art at the Yeah, end that's of the concept. That's so um my friend Christian Osman did the did this piece of artwork and oh. he's the guy that designed it. BB eight and baby Yoda
1: who really
2: no look up Christian Allsman, see Allsman um, on Instagram. And he does the, the concept stuff,
1: but did yeah, he do the it, the drawing or the maquette?
2: He did the drawings. So okay. all the artwork beforehand. So, so the so, pre yeah,
1: maquette stuff. Wow. BB-8 I, I know and
2: baby Yoda are under that's his belt, a, which is crazy. A, so. Those are
1: those are big swingers right there. Yeah. That is a so uh, cool.
2: really re- amazing artist.
1: Um, uh, I, clearly, because this is because um, I I see your um, your big I don't know how big you are with Tom from from Regal Robot. I, mean, I actually have him coming on pretty soon. Um, but I saw that you you uh, he's doing the maquette run right now, and I was wondering if it was the same artist or not.
2: Look, my my last missed call while we were on this thing was from yeah. Tom. Yeah, that's
1: so funny. <laughs> Tell him that well, it's David. to explain
0: his relationship a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you know what? We got, we got a minute. But uh, yeah, make sure you tell him that you need to get back to David from Black Spire and schedule, because I'm waiting on him, Tom. <laughs> oh, Tom. Tom is, I mean,
2: like, so CZ3, I did for Tom. Mm-hmm. The rank, or I don't know if you guys can see it. It might be kind of dark. Let me see. Let's show up. Um, this is one of the test ones we did for Regal Robot. I did all the wow. brush work on on the one for that Regal Robot sold. I did the CZ3, um, the canisters that are uh, right there. Yep, yep. Um, I did the ones that are in all the ones at galaxy's edge and all the ones that are in Mandalorian that show up in the, in the cantinas. Um, and Tom got me those, that gig on um, both those gigs. Wow. And, uh, what else?
1: This you is may actually know somebody that I know then, cause they, a, a previous guest, his name is Jason. Um, he lives out of the Tampa area. He told me he did a few of those as well.
2: Jason so, Smith. Jason
1: Smith. Uh, he worked at a special uh, a prop shop out here okay. in Florida. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but that's what he told me, so I'm He's curious. It. And he did some of the 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 box. I don't remember the name of the creature that's above the bar. The the green creature. He's he did oh, that box yeah, as yeah. well. Oh yeah
2: yeah 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 Um. So yeah, because the bar there's like the different canisters. I did, yeah. I did, I did all of these guys, and I did all of the ones that are like. I have one back here somewhere. I have the the ma- actually the one that CZ three's head is on is oh. the other canisters, So all the silver and gold ones behind the bar, I did all those. And then the ones that are the tanks with the creatures in them, I didn't work on those. Those were probably the ones he worked on. So. Oh,
1: but well, it's just it's a small world. Like, it's actually yeah. a really big world, but somehow everything intertwines. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, but it, the whole point of that was that Tom got me those gigs. So, um, and the one at the cantina was kind of through this guy, John Farmer, that we knew who passed away a couple years ago, who is an Imagineer. And um, I, I don't know how roundabout it went but he knew i was working on it so and he bought there's like two people that made them and he bought some of both of ours and then it was like a year later that they decided that they were going to use the ones that i did but they had to go through tom i guess because he's a vendor or something i don't know Mm. the whole the whole thing behind it but john as soon as i got it he's like oh i got i heard you got the thing and i was like i was like i guess so So
1: (laughs) that's cool that's really cool though just more impactful people helping you along your way you know
2: Oh, everything. That's that's how it is. So if you ever come to California and you you want to make stuff, we'll keep you in mind.
1: Dude, uh, I'm curious. I want to make stuff. There's no doubt about that. I might be visiting. Probably not moving, but I would visit without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm. Well, I'm, you I'm, a, I'm you're,
2: you're making costumes right now. Like that's I know. how. That's exactly how that's I got how started. So.
1: My my next yeah. um uh, my next endeavor is uh, dioramas and and things of that nature. So. We're, we're learning. Awesome. We're we're getting to the big leagues. We're trying. Are you 3D trying. printing stuff yet at all? Or are you doing? Everything? I have. I have not. Everything's foam board, like hand done, you know, but um, obviously 3D printing is the way to go. It's definitely the way of the now and the future, but. It
2: it is mix and match. Trust me. You go to these things. There's a lot of like, I mean, those RX droids we built are a prime example of like every technique in the book. I mean, we're the stuff, the core to those things is like fabricated, you know, McMaster built the fabricated the whole thing. And then I did 3D printed stuff around it. And then there's a bunch of like weird Cable stuff, you know, there's a lot. And then half, I was telling on the last podcast, half the stuff on the arms, the stuff that I just had around my house. And I was like, this is about the same diameter. And then I
1: – So greeblies. I like it.
2: Yeah. I modeled everything <laughs> to fit the stuff that I had around. So, I mean, like yeah. fabricating things is, is always good, you know? So – just, just blend it. It's just another tool, three D printing. That's what's
1: cool. Yeah. So, to the aspiring artist, and this guy, I guess this question goes to both of you. I mean, what is what is your advice for that person that may not be just thirty eight yet and hasn't figured it out, but um, you know is on their way?
2: Oh, just keep making stuff. What about you, Mimassi? Build
0: Yeah, I gotta say, build stuff, build things that you're passionate about, make them to the best of your ability, and continue to learn. You know, I devour YouTube videos, Same. and and um, that's where I learn a lot. More than and, you think. And be two the things that
2: I think are really important. Um, I used to tell everybody to to draw because I feel like drawing. You even if it's rudimentary, you kind of like start to pay more attention to detail when you're trying to replicate it. It's like the easiest way to like try to replicate something without physically building it, and then you can see where you're missing. You start to notice things you don't notice otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that was my. That's kind of actually separate. Two things is as you build stuff. Be as self-critical as you can. And, you know, if you go like a year out and you look back at something you made a year ago, you should see everything wrong with it. You're like, oh, man, I can fix this and that. And it's not in a bad way. It's just, you know, progress. You're getting getting progress. And um, share what you can. And when people have critiques, some people deliver critiques well and it's fine. Some people are jerks, but they're right. And so sometimes people say things in a crappy way and it's like, "Oh, why would you say that?" But then you like, you know, they they got a point, you know, like I should have done it different or I could have right. improved it this way. Um and you take that stuff in, I think that's really valuable because some people um I mean, it's the people I see, who I see flail the most that are just not making progress or really like guarded, they mm. don't do things and then they're really mad that they're not getting anywhere, but I'm like, if you share your stuff first two things is that people see you making stuff and then they want to hire you so it's like i mean the first work i started getting i shared my stuff online and people like oh can you make this for me and that's how i started getting my my work
1: you know my commission-based work uh,
2: yeah and um and yeah it's like the stuff i built at the time i was super proud of it it was amazing now i look at it i'm gonna just completely do it differently you know so
1: um, but that's a sign of, of artistic progress, I'm sure. You know, and and, and I don't have it on the grand progress. scale. Ah, yeah, there's there's the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> as they call it. That's me. <laughs> that's fair. That is fair. No, that's. But,
2: I don't know. McMaster's, uh, I think, is like he's built a hundred things, and his stuff is same. It's like it improves every time. It's like I, oh, I yeah. some, some of the last droids he built, the paint shops are so good. I
0: was like, oh my gosh, this come out of a freaking auto shop. It's, I mean. Awesome. That's I, so cool. You look. You compare it to the first five or six or seven, and there's it's night and day. Yeah. But you learn and by doing. You know, sure, constantly sure. like
2: redeveloping stuff. Like how many times like you're you know like you've changed motors and changed mounting systems and stuff, and it's like everyone's a little better a little stronger yeah. and sturdier. And yeah, this
0: this R two, um, where are you? Here he is. This R two has all the improvements over the last. Decade, and uh, it's not nowhere. I mean, it's nothing like the other droids I built early on, but it's rock solid, and um, the fit and finish are just better.
1: And know. it's beautiful. Yeah, um, it, it, it looks absolutely stunning.
0: But you just learn by by just doing it over and over and over again. Repetition, you know. Yeah. And don't be scared to mess up. Sometimes trying
2: to fix a mess up, you learn the most. I learned so much messing things up that, you know, now it's like I'm not even scared. If I'm cutting something and I slip, I'm like, eh, I'll just fix that in a minute. It's not even – I don't even get upset. Yeah. and You're going to talk to Tom, but I've repaired – I do a lot of work with Tom Spina doing um, prop restoration work. And I've had stuff in my hands. It's literally like sixty or $80,000. Probably some of it's even more, you know. And you're like literally, you know, disassembling it and painting on things that are like eh. – you know, this is nerve
1: don't riding. mess it up. Sure. But if
2: you get to the point where you just feel like, ah, eh, I can fix it, you know, I can fix it. Make it better. Just. Yeah, your stress level goes down a lot. And then good. You just that that fear of diving in is a thing too. A lot of new makers are very scared to like get in there and do it. And I was the same way. Like any, you know, oh, I gotta cut this fiberglass thing to make an adjustment. And I would just think about it for weeks sometimes, trying to like psych myself up to like cut up Make this thing cut. that i bought that now is like if i mess it up but now it's just like rent and then you know if it sucks i just put it back and that's it's fine so
1: <laughs> just get that confidence earlier
2: yeah just get it it's that's and it's hard you can't always do it i still get nervous i'm i'm doing um we're renovating our house like we bought this house um a few months ago and i'm literally doing the kitchen and i've spent weeks looking up at all the wiring on the ceiling trying to figure out like what's the best way to redo this and i'm today after i get off this i'm probably going to be actually finally doing that i mean You're it's doing always, it like, yeah and it took me months of just staring at it I'm like uh i don't want to die i don't want to burn the house that's down fair. that's you fair know? so that's just, fair you
1: know have the confidence have the confidence no that yeah. is awesome well or,
2: or, you don't know, need to have it as much as like go for it it's not even confident sometimes i'm not confident i'll just try it anyway so, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's if, fair but know. i like it i mean <laughs> at a certain point i guess you make enough mistakes that it can't get any worse right so it's just just do it then just see what happens yeah, yeah, and yeah. learn from it and move on and, and it ends up not being that big of a deal right? yeah yeah, yeah. we all fail yeah, at something i guess
2: yeah and it's has and as long as you learn from it then you didn't really fail
1: right right that's a good point that's a good point yeah. Well, guys, I seriously appreciate you taking the time to do this. Um, do, do you guys have any final final thoughts for everybody? Obviously, that mm-hmm. entire segment was final thoughts, but...
2: McMaster has all the thoughts.
1: Oh, I like he's it. Hiding, he's hiding I've got, from us.
0: I've, no, I've got nothing going up here, typically. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. we got a giant screen probe no, no, droid no, I mean, behind you. That's what everybody's I'm looking say, at, anyways. People want to do things like this. They ask me all the time, and I, I say just figure out what it is you enjoy doing, and do it the best you can, and you'll be fine. You'll
1: yeah, be fine. No, I like it. I like it. That's that is that is solid advice. That is the hardest thing is taking that taking that next step and doing that thing you're afraid of and and fearing critique. I think that's one thing too. People, I, 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 we're all human, right? You know, yeah. I,
0: we yeah. we Gordon and I get critiques. I can have something. This thing uh, behind me got critiques. Even you know, it's like you're. That's part of the game. You're, you're never going to have. A hundred percent of the people love what you do, so just yep. do it anyway.
2: Yep, and, that is it, fair, and that's, that's the thing. It's half the time people critiquing you that aren't even doing it. So it's like eh. most of the time, that is yeah. that's yeah. most
1: of them. I'm sure. <laughs> I can only imagine it's people like me that watch the show, right? <laughs> no, well,
2: you'd be you'd be surprised, man. You start start doing stuff, and one day they're just like, you know what? We need that thing. Who's that guy that does that one thing? And then all of a sudden, right. now you're in the mix too. Yeah. I mean. Just about everybody I know that works on these things—that's kind of how they got in it. It's just yep. doing the, something as a hobby, and they just—it just took oh. off, you know. Um, also, if you just sleep four hours a night and then <laughs> do your work thing, and then work on a hobby, and then sleep from five o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock in the morning, and then you're set. And
1: then you're now set. That,
2: that, that's like buys you a lot of learning time. It's like going to school on the. Yeah.
1: I kind of like school for all you people out there that have done that. Yes. Uh, (laughs)
2: I didn't go to school for any of this stuff, by the way.
1: I I have no education. That is actually really worth noting. That is a cool thing. Yeah.
2: All, um, and it's not self-taught. People are like, Oh, I'm self-taught. I'm like, "Ah, I'm YouTube taught. I'm Google. I learned from Google and the Stan Winston school of character arts is really good. If you're building a lot of stuff, it's a subscription thing. And I would fully recommend it if you're trying to get into doing this stuff because there's, Tutorials on mold making, fiberglass, and urethanes, and rubber, and costume—all this stuff—and it's—and um, they by professionals, are very, very, very good. I learned a lot from those things, um, but yeah, but I didn't go to school for any of it, and so—and and
1: look where you ended up. And I saw that's all—all cool. all,
2: all the money I make now comes from doing weird stuff. So
1: now, so. weird to some, art to others, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, where can uh, where can everybody find both of you? on the prison. internet on the internet prison. oh internet yeah prison. We're prison. Gonna be a
2: prison um uh instagram probably is best place for me it's gordon tarpley at gordon tarpley which is the same everywhere and mcmaster is what mcmaster underscore
0: robots on instagram that's awesome it. that's
1: awesome. it that's it it is simple there's no fancy numbers like and hyphens it. It. and nothing i like it no. And i'm just on
0: instagram I, I keep it
1: yeah keep it simple trust me it's hard it's i I'm hate so running hard. them all i do this is my favorite part about what i do it's not the marketing aspect trust me so <laughs>
2: uh
1: no but guys i seriously seriously appreciate your time it, it uh it means the world you guys are taking an, uh, an hour and what is it eight minutes out of your day i told you i'd keep you an hour i cook you eight ah. so i apologize but seriously <laughs> oh, appreciate no, I you both. It. awesome well hang on for just one second but i'll do my my proper wrap up and um guys make sure you, you tune in and and check these guys out this will premiere in um about a, a, a week or two's time and then um make sure you like comment and subscribe we appreciate uh all the help and feedback from everybody i will accept your constructive criticism even though the even though it hurts my feelings at times no i'm just kidding <laughs> gordon taught me to accept it it'll help me move on in life it's a therapy. podcast therapy right podcast therapy you want to have a leather shirt you know, live <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but as always, everyone, may the Force be with you, always. Thank you everybody, for yeah. tuning in. We really appreciate it. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Make sure you leave a review. It helps grow the channel. Thank our sponsors. I think thank Vader sabers. Use code BLACKSPIRE at checkout. You save 5% off your next custom lightsaber. And galacticarmory.net. If you're into the market for some 3D custom-printed armor, Head over there, use code BLACKSPIRE, save 10% at checkout. Seriously, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it.
2: Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole
1: lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network.